0: KEXP 90.3, it's Audio the local music program. My name is Sean Nelson, and I would like to remind you the people who support KEXP receive discounts from businesses that support KEXP, like Lighthouse Roasters and Fine Coffees, and Babeland. For a full list of businesses offering a donor discount or to make your personal donation, visit KEXP.org. I am very pleased to be joined live in the studio by Jen Wood and her all-star band. <laughs> So Listener-powered KEXP 90.3. It's Audio Oasis, the local music program, and this is Jen Wood live in the studio. Hi, Jen.
1: Hi, Sean. How's it going? It's going great. (laughs) Sounds
0: uh, very good.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Um, Would you like to introduce your band?
1: Yes, I would love to. On bass, um, we have Leslie Wood, bass and vocals. Hello. And on drums, we have Stormy King. Hi. And (laughs) on uh, electric guitar, we have Jen Ghetto. And on Synth and Game Boy, we have Andy Myers.
0: Very nice. It's good to see that the Game Boy is still in full effect in the culture. Yeah. Um, so uh, not too long ago, I uh, had to clean out a storage space that I have had for about 15 years. And uh, it was a very emotional experience, surprisingly. But one of the things I found in it was a flyer for mm-hmm. the very first time I ever saw you play music. Um, which was at the Espresso Roma on the Ave in 1993 um, with Tattletail and uh, Cat Food was on the bill and Mary Lou Lord and Kaya Wilson. Um, And so it just occurred to me that it's now been, you know, 21 years that I have been aware of your music making and that you've been doing it for at least that long. Um, Has anything changed in that time for you Ever?
1: Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yes, I The would only thing sure. that's changed is my hair. Right. Well, that
0: is exemplary. Um, but yeah, no, uh, but on, you know, on a sort of serious note that, you know, you keep doing music for a while and, you know, you have sort of various, even thinking of it as a career has its own sort of ups and downs. And I'm curious mm-hmm. about, you know, it's not unusual after you've been doing it for a while to have that sense of like, why why am I bothering to do this? I mean, I might like doing it myself, but what's it for? And I'm curious about how you stay connected to it and how that led into the making of this record.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think music is a lifeline for me. Like, it's a survival. It's a way that just keeps my head above water when things are getting crazy and intense. And um, so, like a lot of us musicians, I mean, we kind of need it. You know, it's more than a want. It's like a need. And, um, and, uh... On top of that, it just brings me so much joy. I just enjoy it so much. And in this life, I want to do things that make me happy and that hopefully um, help other people too. But um, yeah, I just keep doing it just because it's what I love to do. Right. And I, I can't seem to stop.
0: Have you tried to stop?
1: Yes, I have tried.
0: Yeah. How does that go?
1: It's a total failure.
0: Yeah. Um so but it, uh the sort of metabolism of making records now it seems like a very different thing than it maybe it once was yeah. and um it takes uh, takes different people different lengths of time but this is your first record um since what 2010 mm-hmm. I believe um yeah. so have you been would you say you've been uh, sort of actually tinkering it the whole time or was it was there a burst of creativity
1: Um there's been a lot of tinkering in the process a lot um i mean i pretty much started writing the songs in 2009 Mm -hmm. and then um you know like the over the next year of that then we started demoing you know and kind of like fleshing out the ideas uh with the band and um yeah it just took way longer than i ever thought it would but i'm really yeah I'm, i'm glad i Spent the time on yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Does it take? I mean, did it take long, longer um, than your previous things had taken? And did that sort of ever lead you to a sense of, you know, like, oh, maybe I just don't have the same knack, or what? Uh, you know, yeah. Like, keep going back to that idea of sort of how the approach changes over time.
1: You know, I think actually looking back, like, I think I've had some pretty um, long gaps between records. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think part of that is just sort of. Um, you know, the realities of life, the things that come up, the um, the lack of finances, you know, family stuff that happens, mm-hmm. um, you know, like getting pulled in different directions. So I actually, like, if I think about it, I'm pretty stoked because actually, like, it's only been four years versus, yeah. like, yeah. between my last record and this record. Like, the past, like, my albums were more far spread apart. Mm-hmm. So I feel like kind of cool i feel like a little momentum yeah which is
0: nice and the sound of it is definitely there's it's different it's more i don't know what i would say energetic but that sort of doesn't mean anything it just sounds like you're a little bit more um i don't know the songs sound more um sort of ambitiously rhythmic and all you know it's it feels like a different step for you
1: Mm -hmm. very much so yeah i feel like um when i started writing songs on piano like i immediately had a vision for a band and I started writing drum parts in my head and I had melody ideas and um, I think too like kind of actually when you talk about the Tattletale show like I feel like I'm being a little more honest with how I'm feeling in mm-hmm. my music than in the past and it wasn't that I was being dishonest but I feel like I downplayed a lot of emotions like I was just wanting to like keep the peace and make every I don't know like right. through my music so on this record I was just like Enough of that. Like, I'm just going to be honest. And so mm-hmm. it's more raw. It's, it's grittier. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, there's a way in s- r- songwriting where you're talking about emotional things of sort of writing the thing that b- you would like to be true, you know, even if it's sad or, you know, but, it, but it's not necessarily it's not necessarily as ugly as the real reality is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that'll be my question to myself. Um <laughs> So, would you say you had a vision for a band? I mean, is this band sort of the band, or is this uh are you still figuring that out
1: um, I mean, this is my dream team right yeah. here yeah um i think um yeah, we'll just see what happens, you know I think like it's important to be flexible and stay open and um but yeah, like. These these people are amazing. Yes. And the band actually wouldn't exist if it weren't for Leslie Wood. Like, she really, <laughs> like, hand-picked. I mean, she really helped me put this band together, so... Need I to give so. her a lot. It's, of it's, great to ha-
0: it's great to have a, a lieutenant in that way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have a lot of talented friends. Yeah? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's a, it is a nice feeling to be able to um, to put people together in ways that you wouldn't necessarily have imagined. I mean, Leslie, you've put many bands together <laughs> that I personally know about and have seen yeah. and played with. I mean, what is the... Maybe you can just talk really briefly about what the difference is between sort of being being like a lieutenant figure, being you know, in the role of helping put this band together that is sort of for, for Jen's music in particular.
2: Well, when Jen had played me the album, um, I, the the musicians that performed on the album are, are absolutely phenomenal, and it was uh, trying to figure out who was going to be able to bring that same energy um, and that talent uh, to a live performance, um, and honestly, uh, Stormy King was the first drummer I had in mind. Uh, she honestly was the only drummer I could imagine that could play Alex Westcott's parts, mm-hmm. uh, and and seriously, and I just, I told Jen, I was like, I, I know the most amazing drummer, and she's the only person in Seattle that's going to be able to pull this off, and then uh, when Jen was deciding on a guitarist, um, and I think the, the qualities, you know, it was just listening to the qualities that she wanted in a guitarist, and it was someone that was going to be really melodic um, and really uh, attentive to the songs, but who could also shred, And uh, I was like, what about Jen Ghetto? And it was just, it was one of these like, you think she would do it? You think Jen's so busy? I don't know.
0: We'll
2: never get her. I I, I was like, I'm just going to, you know, and I I sent Jen Ghetto this, you know, really, you know, ambiguous text. I was like, can I get your email? Because I have a question for you.
0: (laughs) That is. That sounds almost like a threat.
2: Uh, yeah. No. It's weird. Actually, the last time I said to someone that I have a question for you it was when I asked my husband to marry me. So anyway. So um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, if I if I tell you I have a question for you, it's a big question right. apparently. Um, so I sent Jen Ghetto this this whole email. Um, pitching uh, Jen Wood's album because I had been so, so absolutely blown away by it, and knowing that uh, Jen Ghetto was going to be really busy just saying, you know this is, this is something that you 're really going to want to dedicate your time to because uh, because it 's going to be worth it. The music right. is phenomenal, and as we know, Jen Wood is amazing true. and then bam, bam. All of a sudden, here we are
0: and you say god damn (laughs) so well let us move on you guys have a couple more songs and then we can just chat a little bit more at the end but this is Jen Wood and Band live in the studio it's KEXP Audio Oasis. XP 90.3 Audio Oasis, it's Jen Wood live in the studio with her band. Thank you all so very much for coming in.
1: Our pleasure.
0: Um, you guys are playing on uh, the uh, November the 15th, correct, at Barbosa.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And that is the CD release show. The album is called Wilderness. It is out now. What does it mean for an album to be out now? I mean, <laughs> technically, for sale, you can get it. Mm-hmm. But it's so strange now, the whole idea of records and the, how people respond to the full-length album as a thing. It's very, it's very confusing to me.
1: Yeah, it's changed a lot for sure.
0: But for you, sure, you uh, was this album at least partially crowd funded. Yeah,
1: part? yeah, I did a Kickstarter for this, which took some convincing. I was, I really at first, I really didn't want to. You know, I really didn't want to ask people for help, and like, yeah, it was very humbling experience. But I'm so glad that I did it.
0: Yeah, that is that seems to be the. Uh that seems to be one of the major sort of stumbling blocks for, I think, for people who have been doing music or, you know, art for a while, this sense that, you know, you really should have a way of paying for it by now and if you don't, you know. But it, everything is so different now that the idea of asking... Like, people actually seem to want to be asked,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which is... Uh, I don't understand it, yeah, but, I mean, I like it. It's I
3: like it,
1: too. It was amazing. I mean... Um yeah, it's really, really great. I think um, it's such an awesome platform for musicians and artists who don't have the funding, you know? Right. It's so rad. I And they kind of became my little Kickstarter family, you know? Like, mm-hmm. when I was just, like, struggling to, like, keep this record project going and life stuff was happening and pulling me in different directions, and I was always, always held accountable to my Kickstarter family. So, right. And I thanked every single one of them on my record because they really kept me going. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's
0: great. And so do you think it's a thing you might return to in the future? Oh, no. hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. No, I uh, like the future If, if the big questions. pile of $100 bills that's stacked up in the middle of this room ever get spent.
1: Yeah, I, um, I don't know. That's a good question. I think I'll cross that bridge when I get to the point of being ready to make another record. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't like to make a habit of it, right. for sure, because I just, it's, again, it's, it's awkward. It's hard to ask. to ask for help. Yeah. It's hard to ask for money.
0: It's harder to ask for money than for help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's an excellent Both point.
1: Right,
0: yeah. That's right. So. All right. Well, uh, Jen Wood, Andy Myers, Stormy King, Jen Ghetto, Leslie Wood. It's a mouthful of a band. <laughs> um, that's, that's not the band name. The band name is Jen Wood. And uh, Saturday, November 15th at Barboza. The album is called Wilderness. This is Audio Oasis. My name is Sean Nelson, and you're listening to KEXP 90.3 Seattle.